Ladies and gentlemen, please make sure you are following us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And please do leave us a five-star review. It helps us more than you can imagine. Anyways, enjoy the podcast. What you say, ladies and gents, it is your Bucket Hat Sam, and we are back again today for another episode of the Bucket Hat Sam Talks Ball Podcast, episode 35. Yes, we're closing on that number 50. But guess what, guys? We are the number one football podcast on the planet, period. I'm going to keep reminding you. And if you haven't already, please do smash the like button and subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, leave us a five-star review. And let's intro who's here. Intro who's intro who's here. Jeez, I'm very, very tired. It's a great start. Yes, great start. <laughs> Sigh. How are you doing? There's his laugh, actually. Everyone knows your laugh already now. I've noticed, before I even get to intro you every time, there's always a laugh now, because I just mess up the intro. Well, yeah, it's consistently poor. <laughs> At least it's consistent. I don't... It's like Maguire, actually. Um, <laughs> sorry. Early jab. That was a really early jab, yeah. Sorry. intro your shirt. You've got to do it. Uh, it's a retro Borussia Mönchengladbach shirt from the 70s when they lost the European final. It's an absolutely fantastic shirt. Check it out. And if you are wondering, guys, this is actually, he bought this back then. Um, he's been wearing it since. If you were, yeah, I was, actually, I was only a little lad. It's actually bad. That episode when I did Take the Mick Out Your Age never actually went out. It's in the That's the archive episode. So that, is it? Yeah, so I've just thought, oh, it's a running joke, but it's not a running joke because that never left the so archive. So have no idea what you were about. Right? Yep, I've just, there was a, oh, there's no point in even expanding. I just joked about Cy being old. That was it, really. <laughs> It's not even that funny either. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, moving on. Yeah, we'll move on. Ben, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm all right. It's yeah. good to see you back. Yeah. Solid shirt as well. Intro yeah. the shirt. You know how uh, it is. Atletico away from the final season at the old stadium. So, ooh, what was that like, 2015 or 16 or something like that? Before they moved or so something like that. So yeah, classic. Yeah, I don't test my. I couldn't tell you. I don't test my knowledge like that. I was literally. You said it, and it, I was thinking, I've got no clue. I think it's about there, somewhere like that. But yeah. We'll say it. We could do research, but that'd be that'd take a lot of time. Um, today it's going to be all England, all World Cup, all UEFA Nations League. So get ready for this. If you're a massive Gareth Southgate fan, me and you are going to fall out in this podcast because today the starting question is: Will we win anything under Southgate? And what have we really learnt from the Nations League? Whoever wants to take the floor first, because I am going to get very angry. So I'm going to try and sit, stay calm. I'm going to hot, just drink my sip, sip my water. That's how angry I am. He's made me. I've I've turned away from alcohol and everything. I'm literally just. I'm angry. I'm losing. I don't even want to talk about it, but we have to. So you take the floor, because I'm just going to just sit and be quiet for a minute. Okay, I shall begin. Um, what have we learned from Nations League? Probably not a fat lot. In truth, we've tried different formations in the first. You know, a few games. Um, we learned that we're not always a great side going forwards, which I think uh, did we actually learn that? But I think we knew that anyway, even from the Euros and from the World Cup, we weren't as solid as solid in defence as we were once were. But then I think we've also had a, a changing backline. I think in every single nation of the game, whereas in the, the World Cup and Euros we have a settled backline every single time. So what we learned, we're not great at changing our team. Game in, game out, I would say. Um, yeah, Ben? I think it's a manager <laughs> under pressure going into a big tournament, which could ultimately be his last one. And typically managers that are under pressure tend to revert back to what the, what has previously brought them success, which is maybe why he's made these changes early on and then when the results have completely flopped in the Nations League and we've completely bombed out of it, it's we then went back to what worked last night going to that wing back type formation and it, well for about 10 minutes it looked great again but <clears throat> it's papering over cracks and it doesn't really hold you a lot of hope does it bear in mind it's 55 days I think 
from the World Cup, I think is what I heard today. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But England always do this to you. It's always a roller coaster. I can't really ever remember us going into a tournament where we're absolutely flying. It's always been rocky on the road to the tournament. And then, to be fair to Southgate, whether it's luck twice, but it's managed to work out for him in the end in the last two tournaments that we've played in under him. So. Yeah, we've done really, we've done really well under him, haven't we? We've won absolutely nothing. Anyway, sorry, carry on. Sorry. I don't think it's luck. <laughs> sorry. We have clearly improved since before Southgate for me. In Southgate's tenure, yes, I appreciate we haven't won anything, but then how many managers have won international tournaments since he's been reigning? Yeah, but you say no, we've improved. Answer my question. No, no, can I just? I'm not going to answer that question because you know it's, it's a low number, don't you? Yeah, it's a low number. But but then the point of we've improved under Southgate. There's a reason why we've improved under Southgate. We've gone from the likes of Adam Lallana, Oxley Chamberlain, to the likes of players that are considered to be some of the world's best. We've now got Harry Kane up top. We had Andy Carroll up top recently in recent years, and you think. Uh, was it Ricky Lambert as well Ricky Lambert Harry Kane there's a reason now why we're playing well because we've got a good crop of players and it's being wasted on the fraud of a manager that Southgate is he's never done anything in his managerial career the FA gave him the job purely because they just thought it's an easy one yeah he's worked with the ending on the 21s yes it didn't go well with Sam Allardyce let's just go with the safe option and he did a little bit better than they all expected and they thought oh crap we're probably going to have to give him a contract I'm going to stop you here what did, what did Didier Deschamps win as a manager before he was French manager? I don't know. I have no idea. Exactly. You've got no idea. But how many, how many international job? managers have won big tournaments, big trophies before they're an international manager? No, but a lot of them have got experience. Southgate's experience is sending Mil- uh, Middlesbrough down. <laughs> I get them for a few years as well, I guess. No, no, but that, that's <laughs> yeah. his experience. Yeah, I think the thing is, he's, he's club career path is appalling, isn't it? It really is. He's not a great club manager at all, but... I do side with you on the fact that England have improved, but I do see that it is due to the crop of players. But if you do look at those crop of players, he had worked with a lot of them in the England setup prior to getting a first team manager's job. So whether there is an element in that that has played a part, I mean, only the players and him really know. But I think it's it does pose the question of if we had a better, so we say, better manager, would we have won something? That is the million-dollar question. If but some neighbours are in it. Exactly. You know, and yeah. that's why we have podcasts for football. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I just find it really frustrating, and I know I am very far in the camp of out, and I know I'm probably one of the furthest you can get to out, and I have been for about two years now. Wrongly. And I, yeah, there's argument in that, but I just get really frustrated because I just feel like we're really missing out on a massive golden opportunity. We look at... I know we we can talk about the previous competitions and how we got so close and I still think with the squad we had and the squads we have, they're ageing. A lot of them, some of the best players are ageing. Oh, Kane, of, 29, yeah, isn't he? Kane now? and Sterling, for me, are the two, the, the real figure points in that side, the, the ones that I've, you've looked to and we've turned to and they're coming towards the end of their career. They're going to only maybe have... the career 29. Players play for a lot longer than they used to. Maybe, maybe one more. After this, I think they've got one more maximum, personally. I disagree with that. I don't know, but then you're looking at players being like 36, like, 37. But Kane has never relied on his pace, has he? He's no, never relied on his pace. So what, what's there to lose of him gaining age? And no, no I, knowledge? I get that, but all I'm saying is I just think we've got these players are all in their prime and all they've been well, sort of coming out of their prime now, yeah, arguably. That, yeah. And I just really wish we'd have ha- harnessed the opportunity. And I know I, I, could, I would happily be proven wrong. I would love to be proven wrong by Southgate. Yeah. I would I, Honestly, there would be nothing better than to this, this tournament to go well, but... I just worry. I just think, yes, I know we've got a draw last night against um, Germany. Um, should have won the game with 
and if Pope had well, we just two 0 down. So no, I know. Great recovery. I know, I know. I'm saying no. I'm blaming Pope yeah. for that. I wasn't Southgate's fault. That's Pope. That is Pope. One of the worst. But did you see that thing about Pope's performance on Opta? Yeah. You know, Opta give a score out of ten. Pope registered the worst ever rating for an England player since Opta began. Like, he got it's, a four point seven. It's real shame for, for Pope because like the one is feel that ninety nine at hundred is came without taking it in. I didn't even consider him. He was going to spill it. Because yeah. he thought this is his perfect chance. If he'd had a really good game, he could have actually made this position potentially his own. Yeah, he's been really, really good for Newcastle. Yeah. I've been top draw from, and I was glad to see he started the last two games. I was really happy for him. It's it's a dire shame for him. It really is, but it's happened. You know, he'll learn from that. And he won't do it again. Well, he won't be able to because there's no chance. Also, <laughs> no. He's also really his chance this World Cup, hasn't he? Yeah, um, Pickford will once once fit again. We'll be there. I've got no doubt. Yeah, we've yeah. got an issue though that Pickford's played so many games in friendlies and all that. We've got no reserve keepers who have many caps, so whoever you throw in is inexperienced in international standard. Yeah, and even the, the the likes of the two players after haven't even got European football experience. Yeah, so it's not like they're they're used to being playing playing on the big stage. But then I do look at Ramsdale. I think he's got the confidence and self belief. Whether that that may not mean a lot even Henderson they've all got the self-belief haven't they you hear them talk they are very confident goalkeepers who all want to get that first spot so I think we'll be okay in that sense and I, I can't be have had a full swing a full turnaround on Pickford I'm now actually believe he should be number one it's yeah. taken me about two three years and I, I finally get it now don't doubt little hands little yeah hands. I, I have to admit <laughs> this season I think he's been absolutely amazing yeah his play has been really good the Liverpool game was unreal wasn't he in the, in the Liverpool derby for Liverpool I think, go back to England side for a second though as well, one thing you've really got to realise is international football is not the same as club football and you can't play the same way. You can't play flamboyant football international because you will lose. You will, you have one game in a cup match, in a cup scenario. You'll lose because you, you're too open. International, you've got to be hard to beat, which is why I think we, we do play us back five and we are very good at set pieces. We get goals from set pieces. You win a game 1-0, you've got to set piece clean sheet. That's fantastic. You're through. You're buzzing. And that's why I think Southgate's gone about it. Because he realises we just need to win a game. Don't overcomplicate it. Be defensively strong. I know it's a bit hard to say because we've considered a lot of guys in, in the Nations League. But in the World Cup in, Euro, in Euros, we've, we've been defensively very strong. We hardly considered goals in the last tournament. I think we considered three in, the, in total. Yeah. You know, what, and the first goal we considered was a free kick. I do wonder if it's a blessing in disguise. Because that England team, like you say, when they conceded it, that first goal in the was it against Denmark or something like that yeah they looked shell shocked because mm. it was like the game plan had gone like oh we've got what do we do now kind yeah, of thing yeah. so maybe your shipping goals might maybe cause that reaction and think right okay this is how we're going to recover when we can see yeah. and what we're going to do because it was refreshing when we went to down with two and went well we actually need to come out now and then we, we played better after being 2-0 down yesterday yeah. which I, I think we'll learn from that and go we can't wait to be 2-0 down 1-0 down We've got to be quicker, we've got to be at some harder, more aggressive, you know, playing some dangerous balls for which might not always come off, but it's been a bit more flamboyant and creates chances. You know, it's it's hard to say now, but a player like Madison it was screaming out for sometimes. Oh, don't it? honestly. I, I feel for that lad. He literally isn't it like top most uh, goal contributions from an English player? I think so in the league. Right now in the league. Yeah. And he just still can't get anywhere near it. And I, I get why he isn't, because he's a number 10 and you can't yeah. fit a number 10 in. And when he has played in the box-to-box in the number eight for Leicester, they've, <laughs> they've just fallen down the league in the bottom of the league. Yeah. 
Um, Leicester, I just want to. I read the stat. I don't know if it's. I don't want to steal your stats. I don't think it is. But Leicester, uh, worst ever start to a Premier League season. Even worse than Derby. Yeah. I only saw that this morning. But that's by the point. I don't know why I just said that. But I couldn't believe that. Just shocked me. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But I, I think it's equal with Newcastle, isn't it? Because Newcastle are one point after seven games last season. I think. I th- but I mean, uh, overall, sorry, even goals scored yeah. and goals conceded. Oh, really, they yeah. are. Bef- that is the officially the worst ever start. That's not crazy. It's dreadful. But they've, they've got the players to get out of it. But overall. It's just frustrating, I think, at the moment. I think I'm just... I don't like this feeling. Because it's been so happy and confident when you've watched England. For the last three or four years, we've never had this, have we, really, with an England side where we've all felt connected with them. We've all felt buzzing going into every tournament. We're thinking, we actually went into the Euros. A lot of people thought we were going to win it. Like, I actually had a feeling deep down. Whereas, we're finally going back to a tournament where the negative media starts again because everyone was saying, oh, Southgate's done a great job to get all the positivity back. Well, that's all gone. That's shattered at the moment, isn't it? And it feels like we've kind of come in this massive cycle and it's back to where when Southgate yeah, took over, the Roy Hodgson era, it's the Allardyce. It's not even just Southgate. Again, the stick though. I've never seen a player get as much stick as Maguire is right now. And I understand why to a point. But you've, you know, honestly, you've got to be supporting your players sometimes, and the media just loves sticking the knife to someone's back when they're having a bad time. It, it, I think I don't think it, I think the whole situation has been made worse though by Southgate because South, he, he needs to play in for me. He needs to play in both I think games. It, but it's the hypocrisy with it because he's spoken about form and things yeah. like that and reputation. He's not going to pick players on reputation. Throws Maguire in, drops other players because of form, and then Maguire looks bad, doesn't even play, and then. He is going to get scrutinised because he is the exact reason what Southgate said he wouldn't do, and it's just playing in everyone's face. Now, I, I, obviously, it's horrible the abuse he's getting in the yeah, media; yeah. it's everywhere. But I can also understand why the media would jump onto it straight away because it is an easy story. It's when you dress it up as like he hasn't played in six weeks, and then you look at the turn that Manchester United have made when he was dropped. Like you say, I understand why he's played him, and I think that comes back to when your backs are against the wall, the safety with the players that have worked. But you've got to wonder as well, how much is there like a bit of managerial nous needed to say, OK, I like him, he's one of my players that I've relied on, but does he really need thrown in there right now when England are playing as poorly as they are and absolutely flopping in the Nations League? That's, yeah. But so I think as well, so we've got, say, 55 days between now and the Southern World Cup. May United have got a lot of games in between that period. A lot of games. He will play. He will get match sharpness in between. They can't play with Rana and Martinez every single game. He'll only get a couple of games. I don't think he'll get many. I don't think he'll start many. I'm not saying he'll get start all of them or, or like the majority, yeah. but he'll no, get he'll get enough to be match sharp still. He's not had that last six weeks because it's just been a game a week, hasn't it, really? Um, I, I think it'd be better for, for the World Cup. We need the players to get him going again. We can't be any worse, can I? Like, <laughs> like, He's at rock bottom, <laughs> yeah. isn't he? Performance-wise, rock bottom. I understand, but... For the England side, he's not. Okay, it's probably his first mistake in the English shirt I can remember, really. Both of them, yeah, they were both bad, weren't they? Yeah, they were bad, but. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I am not helping this, actually. I've literally just said it's horrible that he's getting this abuse, yeah. and I'm just sticking it on him, aren't I? But, you no. know, <laughs> people were questioning should he be in the squad in the last tournament because he was injured leading up to it, didn't play the first game, was in play the tournament, play the team. Yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah. So, you've got to back him a little bit as well. Yeah. He's been a firm player, a very strong player for England. I think it'll come good for us. Well, again, we can all dream, can't we? So do we think... <laughs> um, <laughs> people, uh, we, the next segment we'll get on to in a minute is we're going to do our 26-man squad. And I, I bet if you can put your bets in the comments now whether you think I'm going to put Maguire in the team. Um, by the way, I'm speaking. I think it's pretty obvious. Also, I'd try and get rid of Southgate if I could in the 26-man squad. Um, 
is this guy? Who is this guy? Literally a few weeks before the tournament. You want to change manager now? Yep. I'd change it on the day of the tournament. If it meant <laughs> Gate Bar. Sam. I no would, way. I could honestly. I would. Who do... for? Who are you bringing in? Anyone? No. Who are you bringing in? Tell me. Tell me a name. Tell me a name who's available. Who's going to bring? You can bring in. Bring him. Uh, if I could, I'd throw a bit of cash at Deutsch. I would throw a bit of cash at. Um, so you're going to go more defensive. With Deutsch. No, but I think don't think he will. Deutsch was I think the perfect the best thing about Deutsch, and I think Deutsch gets so disrespected with this. Deutsch so did I amazingly. Deutsch, I love it, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, he did amazing with what he had. Yeah. Because that is exactly what he speaks about all the time. It's similar to Neil Warnock, and I can't believe I'm giving these guys praise. But they speak about a manager. A great manager is not one that has a style of play. A great manager who can adapt his style of play depending on the squad. And Dyche has done that. He adapted. He, I bet you he has got more ambition than to be putting 4-4-2 and then everyone behind the ball. He will do if he had a better squad. I'm calling for Dyche. That's all I'm asking for. You just brought up his socks on the spot, haven't you? You're yeah, Dyche, Dyche <laughs> you for England. You convince yourself. Yeah. You want Dyche for England. Or even Neil Warnock with the way I was talking then. No. Get him out of retirement. Um, <laughs> Again, the 16th time. <laughs> no, I, I am joking though, honestly, with the Dyche example. But I'm saying there are, there are managers that I think should have a chance. But you can even you can take a manager out of a job. Like, I feel like there could be... There's got to because be someone... Because of the gap in the league, you could literally say to someone, start managing your club over this break because your club's doing nothing. They're just training on their own. Can manage us for six weeks. I'd give it. <laughs> you actually could, couldn't use. It sounds ridiculous. I mean, it's not going to happen. It's never. Gonna, I, well, I wouldn't be surprised. If some other lower ranked nation did that with some manager, yeah. but it's not going to happen. We're going to keep Southgate for that World Cup, one hundred percent guaranteed. <sighs> Will we win anything under Southgate? That's the final question, isn't it? Back to it. Do you think we'll ever win anything? I am optimistic. Not a yes or no, Simon. I want an answer. You want, to, you want a direct answer? I want a direct answer so we can close it off. It's not even a, this. It won't be a clip. This is just the end it of won't the. Be a clip. This yes, won't it be a will. clip. No, it won't be. <laughs> I promise you, this won't be because I will not be having any. Sa- if you say yes, then that will not be a clip. So I don't want that associated with me. We're not going to win anything. Under <laughs> I think Southgate. we could do. I think we could do. <laughs> no, we could. We could. We could. To be fair, I am being harsh. We could. With that squad, we should be competing. The optimistic England fan that just cries out inside of me every time we break up we build up towards a tournament screams yes but that deep dark sickening feeling of the the bound to disappointment is saying no but I'm going to go with the optimism and say yes I'll side with you and go optimistic okay then now Oh, it feels weird saying that in in October, doesn't it? It's coming home in Sorry, September. <laughs> September. What? Oh, geez, that does feel weird. It's yeah. coming Not home. Nice, is it? And it's dark outside and it's cold and it's raining, but it is coming home quite clear. That's what we've learned. Southgate in. We're winning something. Come on, England. <laughs> Let us know down in the comment section below. Will England win anything under Southgate? And do you agree with me? Is Southgate tactically inept and a fraud? And now we're on to the next part of the podcast. And you know what that means? Sai's stats. Sai, take the floor. Simon's stats. Simon's stats. Do you want to hear Simon's stats? Simon's stats. <laughs> Gareth Bale's first trophyless season after leaving Spurs was when he rejoined Spurs on loan. <laughs> That's absolutely that is that is iconic. That, that is the most Spursy fact I have ever heard. That is unreal. That's absolutely brilliant. Oh dear. Straight okay. in with a good one. That's brilliant. Um, That's a clip. <laughs> That's a good clip. Lewandowski is the first player in Champions League history to score a hat trick for three separate clubs. Oh wow. Jeez. I assume Dortmund Bayern. 
Barca. Barca, yeah, yeah. Correct. Um, this one surprised me. It's only a little one. Crouch has got more Prem goals than Drogba. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, Drogba's supposed to be <laughs> elite... Premier League forward ever don't, but Crouch just scored more than oh, that. Come on, just, come don't on. try and don't do that argument don't do that argument Don't please don't do that to me let me give you two quick more if you don't mind so Cristiano Ronaldo has scored 140 Champions League goals he didn't score a single goal in his first 20 Champions League games it's crazy that that's <laughs> mental and then you look at Haaland already like that's insane isn't it and my final one this is probably my best one today Iniesta is the only player in football history to receive the Man of the Match award in five different major finals. Jeez, oh, that's class. Big time player. I was going to say, Iniesta, if you baller. pitch a big time player. I wouldn't yeah. have gone with him at first. I wouldn't even. That will not be the first name because you think of strikers, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair play. I was. I always go with Jogba, but Iniesta now might be on top with him. But obviously Jogba's a fraud because we just heard that stat about Crouch. <laughs> Jogba, Jogba, yeah, Jogba's, Jogba's wasted. Who was washed. he? Who was he? Yeah. Should have gone to Stoke. <laughs> Cry more. Um, do you want an outro? Let's go for it. Simon Stats. Simon Stats. And now you've heard Simon Stats. Simon Stats. Okay then. Now on to the final part of the podcast. This week we are talking the England 26-man squad. So what we've all done is we've written up our own squads, all three of us here. And we're kind of going to go through them, discuss it, because it's controversial isn't it it's getting to that point now we'll be able to do one closer to the date don't you worry about that but it's our early ones because obviously all the internationals now have finished and what I'll do is I'll run through the ones that I think are guaranteed and if you haven't got them in the squad just shout a no and then we'll go and discuss it and ask you on earth and what are you doing I think goalkeepers for me surely all three of us should have the same Hard to think so, but I'm just in the bends of different minds. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm laughing at as well. I've just realised I've gone old school. You got paper, you have, yeah. Paper, yeah. Games, games on soft, doesn't it? I don't know why you. Games gone, no pad and pen. <laughs> I don't know what I'm on about. I don't know why I said that. Then it's instant. Just got the game's gone. My three goalkeepers then, and uh, if someone disagrees with these, I've gone Pickford. Yep. Pope. Yep. Ramsdale. Yep. Ben's not got. Who have you not got? Pope. No Pope? No. That is, is that reactionary after last night or is this... No, I just don't think he... Just I just think Henderson offers that ball-playing ability that Pope doesn't. And I think last night just solidified my initial thoughts beforehand. I would say the one reason why we can't take Henderson here with Boston of the Premier League for losing mentality. Potentially, yeah. Potentially, yeah. That's the reason why I won't take him. And I'm still... I, I just don't know what it is about him. When I listen to his interviews and I see the way he speaks, I can't imagine he's great for a dressing room. No, I do wonder about that. That was my reservation with him. But, but I, I sort just, of get... Yeah. I get what... I, he... I just thought from a f- the way that... The, you look at Pickford and what he offers as the first choice. What yeah. are the one... The next two most alike if there was a massive problem to step in. And I think Henderson's just got that little bit more ability to play than Pope has. I get where you're coming from. That think, is the only thing. It think, was a hard one, can't lie. I mean, I did change my mind about five times. But I think with the keepers, I think pretty much all four, yeah. you can you can make an argument for all four. I think they're all very good keepers. Yeah, yeah. It's not like, how dare you not have so-and-so in? Because let's be honest, it's going to be Pickford's going to be the yeah. number one, so it doesn't really matter the rest of the two. So the two of the keepers are going to be supporting the number one keeper. Yeah. Henderson's not going to do that. I feel like Henderson's in a, if Henderson's in a team or a squad, he wants to be number one no matter what. Yeah. And if he's not number one, it's an I issue. I can see that. I mean, that interview he did about when he didn't get picked for United after yeah. the De Gea injury did make me think oh I mean come on <laughs> but but I also yeah. rate the confidence so that's it's like it's where I'm yeah, yeah. A, but there is like that fine line of confidence arrogance yeah. isn't it but yeah that was my thinking ball playing keeper distribution kicking 
that kind of stuff yeah. was I'll my only it. my only argument with it. Yeah. But yeah, I'll get that. I'll get that. I can't believe we just spoke about keepers for that long because they're just what is the point in keepers? <sighs> um, <laughs> I love one inside. If you don't realise, guys, we've never actually said this. Um, so as a goalkeeper, if you don't, that's why we always dig out keepers just because we know we can get a rise out of Si because they are the most irrelevant pi- player on the pitch, aren't they? You don't know glove at all, do you? <laughs> don't know <laughs> glove. <laughs> um, just quickly before we go through and run through the obvious defenders, how many defenders have we all got? I've got nine in my squad. Nine. Twelve. Twelve defenders. <laughs> Southgate in. No wonder you love Southgate. It's a back Jeez. five. It's a definite back five. Brexit ball in force. <laughs> um, difficult to beat. Uh, difficult to beat, yep. Great fun it to watch. It is with 12 defenders on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay then, um, I think they're pretty much nailed on ones. I think we've all surely got Reese James. Yeah. I'd like to think we've all got Reese James. I'd like to all think we've got Carl Walker. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chilwell. Yeah. Yes. Stones. Yes. And after that, I don't think there's anyone nailed on for me personally. Maguire is absolutely nailed on to be there. So Maguire- you've got him in. But he is a stole. He, he's massive for us. He's yeah. massive for us. He's yeah, got just, you there. Yeah, he's massive because he's built like a fridge, but not massive for the team. He's absolutely dreadful. We've seen he's it. He's a, he, he, he can't get in the Man United. You cannot have players who don't play game week in, week out and throw them into the big games because we saw it against Germany. You, you, if you're not up to match fitness, if you're not up to match sharpness, you have laps in judgments, laps in concentration, moments, and the big moments mean everything in a tournament. For me, Maguire shouldn't be anywhere near the bus. Okay, so Chiellini wasn't playing for, for the events very often before Italy won the Euros, I, and, they, I, and he was fantastic for them. But that's Chiellini. We're talking about Chiellini. We're talking about Maguire. <laughs> Chiellini. An example of not playing and then... Was thrown into tournament. He did really well. Yeah, but there's a difference there. Come on, Chiellini and Maguire. Again, We're Maguire wasn't playing before the Euros, and it was in team of the season, team of the tournament. No, but as in he, he was only because he was injured. But, but but the thing is, the reason why he's not playing now is because he's not very good. Whereas we talk about Chiellini, we're talking. That's like comparing literally a Bentley. And we're literally talking to, to an old banger that's got three wheels. It's like it, it, it is ridiculous that compact. I get what you're saying that the the premise of it, but Chiellini and Maguire. Surely we'd all agree, Kearley's clear. Sure. Well, most expensive defender. Oh, <laughs> that's Sorry. good. Sorry. I, bit that. I saw you smile and I stopped myself. From, I literally was about to go, what on earth are you on about? But no, I don't have Maguire in. I've not got Maguire. Trippier's absolutely in. Trippier's in mine I'll as well. Trippier in. Have we all got... Um, do you want to run through the rest of your defenders? If you run through the rest of your defenders. Yeah, so I've, also, I've also gone with um, Captain Fantastic, Connor Cody. He's got to be in there. Tomorrow's got to be there. Doing fantastic stuff for AC Milan. Um, Luke Shaw for cover. Uh, well, with are left back as well. I haven't got Luke Shaw. I can understand why. Um, he's not very good. I think he is still very good. Improved yesterday. No, yeah, he had a good game yesterday. No, I agree. Game, I yeah. agree. But as well for England, you'll see with my team. I don't have anyone in that doesn't play because okay. I, I like. I, I like where you're that. From. I want yeah. to be able to throw any player yeah. in in any moment, and you know they can. Um, I've also got Eric Dyer. I think he's done really well past two games. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he can go both either centre of a centre back three or on either side of the back three. I think he can do both jobs, which is pretty yep. good. I actually wrote down Trent here. I changed my last minute for Ben White. Oh, I've got Ben White in instead of Trent as well. So I agree with you on that. I'm one. glad to hear because you know I've changed my mind because I put Mark Gehe, but I. I don't know how I overlooked him, but I am all on for Ben White in. So yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Well, we're going to have to check with the FA because you, you did submit this twenty-six man squad, so well, we're going to have to wait and we see. We have our own rules here on the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, yeah, hands up. I forgot about him. To be fair, but yeah, he's had a. I think Southgate's forgotten about him as well. Well, yeah, and I don't know how. Gosh. Yeah, thinking about it. Little chat about Trent then. 
just has anyone got him in their squad? No. No. And oh wow, I did not expect that. I, you know, he, he really suits the Liverpool team past few seasons because he's had really good centre halves behind him, who are better than our centre halves, which is making him look worse as well. Um, doesn't suit the England side for me, and I know he's really crazy going forwards. But if we are going to be this team, who I've mentioned before about being this hard to beat team, he can't be playing. With your score with 12 defenders, uh, uh, he must be gutted. 12 defenders, and he's thinking, where am I on the list? He's got... The list carries on. Ben White. He literally looks like a scroll. It drops onto the floor. He's thinking, where's my name? He's gutted. Like the kid who gets picked last at PE, but he's just not picked. He just said, go get changed. To be honest with you, I I got to a squad of 24. I was like, I've got two spare spots here. And I sort of just chose two players just because they've been in the squad. Honestly, I think 26-man squad's too big. I thought you were going to go say oh, I was tempted to go up to 14 defenders with the- <laughs> I was thinking jeez <laughs> but no I get that um, I'll quickly run through the rest of my defenders that we yep. haven't mentioned and then we can discuss it um, I've pretty much had all of them so we spoke about James Walker or Trippier I have got Trippier we yeah. spoke about Trippier Chilwell um, the one for me that I've put in there um, I think Tyrone Ming should go to the oh, World Cup personally and oh, I think he I think he's been absolutely unreal for Aston Villa this season. I think he's been... We stepped up since the captaincy was dropped. I think he's been really good. Um, a lot of man-of-match performances. And I think having a left-footed centre-half is huge as well. I think that's a massive part to play. And I think in the back three, I think he offers a lot more than some of the players were being mentioned. When you, you talk about the Gueye, yeah, he's had a good season, but I think Mings is a better player than Gueye. Talk about Maguire. Maguire's not playing. I think I think Mings should be on that bus. He is a walking error. That's my yeah. My reservation with him is it just is just. He, yeah. he's never had a bad game for England though. He's not. He's not actually ever. Yeah, who's he played look, against? Who's been good? No, I get that, but he looked I, better when he wasn't in the team though. In that tournament as well, didn't he start the tournament? He did, didn't he? Started yeah, because Maguire wasn't playing got, for the first game. Maguire took his spot. People said it was harsh, and Maguire was by far better. Yeah, um, but look, when Mings gets dropped out of the squad, look at how we've fallen off. That's all I'm saying. When we dropped off. I don't think it's because of Tyron Minks. I don't know. I'm just. Pro- I think there's only one answer, and it's Tyron Minks. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm Joe's not even, doing cartwheels right now. <laughs> I'm honestly not even trying to wind you up. But I do honestly think Minks should go. And I I'm say not it before. So again, Max Kilman had Tyron Minks. Ah, oh, for me, Max Kilman's just. It's not. Oh, I think Max he, isn't near the squad. Yeah, and near is Tyron Minks. Oh, I don't know. I, I think Tyron Minks should be. I think there. he likes Minks. I think if we're picking our own squads, but I I do see Southgate. Possibly picking him in. Oh, don't compare me to Southgate. Oh, no, I'm not shivers. comparing you. But oh. all I mean is, I think. Get the waistcoat on. I think, he's, <laughs> he, I think it wouldn't shock me at all if Mings was in that Southgate final squad, actually, for the world. Oh, all, I'll be disappointed. For, for what you said. Well, I know he's listening, so Southgate, do what I've told you. <laughs> ben, have you got any other defenders that we haven't no, mentioned? No, I changed mine. I oh, yeah. I had a shout for Gehi, but then, yeah, forgot about Ben White, so sorry. But, yeah, get White in. Don't apologise. Are we all right to as well? All run through our squads at the end, or yeah, of course. Yeah, sound. We'll run through our squads after at the end. If if you if you're able to, I've just realised I I, did, I didn't even clock you deleting it, Ben. I'm really sorry. Well, well, I've ticked mine off on my list. Oh, oh. so <laughs> don't worry then. I'll so just... I can go to the bottom and see what tick. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good idea. Well, okay then. We'll move on to the midfielders now, and I can't imagine we're gonna have many midfielders. Um, this is very easy. I think the midfield is where. I look at with this England squad and when I was making my England squad this was the easiest thing to do but it also made me extremely nervous and because it is not great this is our weakest I think I think when you look at these players it's not great in my opinion I don't know if I'm being harsh but 
I don't think it's class. I've got five midfielders. How have we all got five? Five. Okay, brilliant. Okay, so uh, Bellingham and Rice. I'm presuming we've all got absolutely starters. Um, yeah. Sadly, as much as it pains me to say it, Mason Mount's got to be in there. Yeah. Yeah. The, that's where I think we're poor because I'm putting players in that I actually don't even like. I think in yeah, I put Mount as a midfielder, but really, I think if he's going to play, he's not going to be in the centre of the midfield at yeah. all anyway. So it's one of them to be fair. Like you say, we get an injury. <laughs> Yeah, that's where I just look at it. Or a suspension. Yeah. Something silly. Next then, if we all got Phillips? Yeah. yeah. If he's fit, but yeah, we should be just fit. And then the fifth one I've got, I don't know if everyone else agrees, I've got Jordan Henderson yeah. when he's fit. Um, I think Jordan Henderson is huge for England. You've seen what the impact he has on Liverpool, and he's a leader, he's a winner, and you know what he does for the dressing room. And he, he's such a good player, as much as he gets a lot of stick because he doesn't pull up the numbers that every other midfielder does and he just does the simple things and does it so well and to have that in if you can bring on a player like Henderson with half an hour to go when you're winning 1-0 there is a player I would that was the first player I'd think of every time yeah. he does a lot of the dirty work doesn't he yeah. the work that you don't always praise you know, if a fullback does go on he can cover quite easily and he's happy to do it I mean he does that for a living for Trent yeah. and Liverpool doesn't he <laughs> and that's why Trent's been found out because he hasn't got Jordan Henderson yeah. covering him I agree He's got Harvey Elliott instead, and who should not even have a discussion in this team. And I think I find it really disrespectful. Have you when mentioned Harvey Elliott? <laughs> it really got it's really got to me because I saw I was I was listening to Talksport and they were talking about whether Harvey Elliott should get mentioned. No. no. And I got that annoyed. I switched off and put Heart FM on. <laughs> he could be good in the future, but long way to go. Very long, long, long road ahead. Okay, then Ben, I'd love to hear you who your other midfielder was because I've just James re- Madison. Uh, but again, it's one of them where he's not. He's not going to play and he's probably not going to get picked. But if you're picking it off players on form right now, his numbers warrant a place in that squad. He's in my team, but I've put him as an attacker. See, I yeah. classed him as a midfielder. No, I, I know. I, I thought there's no way I can squeeze him in as a midfielder, which I really wish I could. So I thought, oh, I'm just going to whack him in and just say he can so, pound yeah, the wing. But, but to be fair, Henderson, yeah. I mean, he's just... I think he's one of those. I think like when they've done interviews before, they've talked about those players that come in that bracket of the leadership in that England yeah. squad and Henderson's in there don't start him off with, you know he's going to start with, talking about now don't uh, you with a few other names that we'll scoot over quickly but like you say <laughs> Henderson's integral anyway moving on we're going on to attackers before attackers. starts <laughs> so how many attackers has Love everyone you, Cody. <laughs> who? <laughs> nine yep and Cy um, sorry I wasn't ready for that uh, one two three four five six seven seven attackers you are get everyone behind the ball I love it. I I I completely counter my team at pace. Yeah, I've got nine as well. Um, obviously, Kane is guaranteed. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like yeah. we should all agree with Kane. Um, Sterling, one hundred percent. Saka, one hundred percent. I think Foden, one hundred percent. Yeah. And then I th- Grealish, one hundred percent. I'll put he's, Grealish in. He's my last choice, just to fill a spot. Grealish to fill a spot in an England shirt. He's unreal for England. How many goals and assists he got in England for England? Oh, don't do this goals and assists, Malarkey. He, he's, he's not as good as you think he's for England. No, he is. Think about he's that. done think some about good that. stuff against Ireland. He, he was great against Germany in the, when we went in the Euros. To be fair. When he came and, on. And, it, and again, on four, last 15 months, he scored four or five goals. Yeah, but it's not. But I think and anyone it, who's... And if teams are sitting back against us, it, I don't think it helps us. I don't know. I think he he's a kind of player who can take the ball in any situation, bring three defenders out because he causes havoc. Because there's no one else who will dribble with the ball like he does. And I think Grealish. I know he doesn't get the goals and assists, but I don't think he's had a bad season. I don't think he's playing badly for Man City. I think he's actually playing quite well. And he talks about the numbers. He's never actually put up good numbers. He never did it at the Villa. He's never done it anywhere. 
you actually look at his numbers season to season he never does it he, he's a player he's an impact player he doesn't get he doesn't he's not focused on the numbers and I, I think he has to be on there and I feel like he should start in my opinion for the way he is I think he's so good on the ball there's no one like it in world football right now I understand I don't if what he can do I don't think there's anyone like it who can drive with it and draw it. five players out of position wind up every de- defender on the planet and every nation like no one else does that <laughs> <laughs> yeah could you imagine I'd love to hear a conversation between him and like somebody with like a really nice Spanish accent. Like, tr- imagine like coming up against like Sergio Ramos or something, and he just says, "Right, mate." And he, could you imagine like Sergio Ramos? <laughs> I don't know why I've just. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I can't believe you're saying we're not having any no, slander of Grealish. Yeah, Grealish in absolutely. But we've all got him. So uh, he, he's in for Mount because he, he he is obviously a good player. Don't get me wrong. I just on form. I don't face in it, but. He's there. He, he does do some good stuff. At least he plays. At least he plays. That's a good. That's a start, isn't it? He actually plays. He plays football. less than the majority of games, but yeah, I guess. Well, everyone does at City, don't they? It's ridiculous. And Pet that's roulette. Pet roulette. Don't even get me started on fancy football. Um, and then uh, we said Sterling. I feel like after that, uh, Tommy Abraham. Yeah, he's Abraham. Oh, I picked Abraham. Second yeah. striker. Yep. And then my third striker, I put Ivan Tony. I picked Tony. I've had no third second striker. Third striker. No third second striker. They said then, but no third striker. No, okay. Tony kind of offers that something a little bit different. He's That's why I like him. Yeah. Raw. Don't do any that different. Just I Kane's just, that good. I don't think. I think sometimes with the way Kane's allowed to play or asked to play, sometimes we need and he does drop in and it's great because those two wide players go on. I just worry sometimes whether it'd be better if we had that big. Yeah, more this of a battering ram style. Put yourself about striker also, up there. This is my other thing with how he plays. So if if Kane is going to be that central striker and he drops deep, you have to have two quick wingers who go beyond the defence. Players like Grealish aren't going to do that. Yeah, that's, that's, where, reason, that's another th- reason why. You know, he, does he fit in England squad for me? Yeah, that's where Saka and Sterling like, come yeah. up, don't they? And you look at them and think, absolutely unreal. I think the, the my final reason why I think you need third striker always is just purely one injury and you're screwed. Also, you need cover, don't you? Yeah, penalties. Oh yeah. Penalties. Tony's very good at them. He's very, very good at them, isn't he? And I just think, yeah. But do we want another repetition of what we did in the Euros, where we brought two players on who are who are good at penalties historically, and they I'd came actually, on for half a minute to then first kick the ball, a penalty to the miss. I think he'd still bag it though. I really do, honestly. I don't, I don't think anything can phase that bloke from 12 yards. I mean, he couldn't, yeah. if he goes any more relaxed and slower than him, he might as well walk backwards up to the ball at the right he's going. He's <laughs> moon, unreal, moon isn't walk. he? He's unreal, isn't he? But yeah, penalties was the big one for me with him, especially. Yeah, I get that. And I've put Madison in as one of my attackers because I think he can play on the wing. He has done yeah. it at times. So he's my uh, one of my attackers. And I don't know if you guys think he should be there I know Ben's already put him yeah, in the squad him, have yeah. you put him in your squad I actually haven't I know I've actually looked about him earlier but I actually haven't either <laughs> because, because, because I didn't think he would be picked at all I yeah. just don't think Southgate likes him so I've, I've ignored him effectively yeah. Yeah. I get that I just um, so the last forward I'd put in was Sancho who I think has had a stunning season so far guess what guys after everything I've said Sancho should be on that bus and plane. And I will, I will apologise. I said I said so I was wrong with his controversial opinion at the start of the season. And I, I'm, I'm eating humble pie and it doesn't taste great, but it, I am eating it. And I apologise, so he's come. He has been class this season. Absolutely. I just knew Ten Hag was going to do... So seeing his history at Ten Hag at Ajax, the way Sancho was really good at Dortmund, it sort of... I thought the, the, the mix was really good. And 
so it's proven so far. But my only thing is, I don't think he suits the England system at all. Again, I don't think he's, he's. I don't think he's a player that he's going to beat the final man. And he's going to be able to come inside like we talk about the Sterlings and the Sackers. The problem is with Sancho. I find sometimes he won't drive at a player. He has to do a little couple of flicks, cut back inside, or pass it backwards. Whereas you look at Saka. Saka will directly just run at a defender with no problem. Whereas Sa- uh, Sancho isn't that fast counter-attacking player that you think of personally when you think of the others. He doesn't have that lightning pace on the ball. He's unreal, isn't he? He's proved yeah. that technically, like you say. But I think if you're looking at that where we say Kane drops in and the wingers go on, he's not perfect for it. But I, I, I'll, I'll put, put him in. Him. I'll put him on in as well. So we've all got we've all got Sancho then. Yeah. Um. We've we all, I've said we've all got Foden. Yeah. Um. And that's that's is that, that I think we've I've all got said one it. more. Have you got one more? Who is? I've got Marcus Rashford on McLean. Based again on form this season. If you'd asked me prior to Ten Hag coming in, he's nowhere near it. Yeah. Form at the moment. If he carries on the way, he's he's putting up the numbers. If you're looking at somebody who could play through the middle, which he's done for United under Ten Hag. And he's proven he can play off wide for England as well. And he carries on the form the way he's. He sh- why can't he? And I'm not, I haven't been his biggest fan for a while. Understandably, the last two, three years, he has been really poor, but. Since that penalty miss, actually. He's keeping CR7 out the team. Yeah. Main odds. And that's, you know, I don't even know he's 36, but that is no mean feat. Yeah, no, definitely. He's definitely put himself okay. back in the hat for a shout. And I, yeah. I, to be honest, when I was looking at players, he did cross my mind, but I yeah. thought. I, I just went slightly towards Sancho but it was between Sancho and Rashford as my final plot um, plot spot jeez I cannot speak um, are we alright to all run through our full 26 man uh, squads yeah if we're already I'll, I'll run through mine so my uh, I'm going to look down the camera so everyone remembers so this can, here we go I'm going to say this with chest so my 26 man England squad that should go to the World Cup Southgate listen to this this is the one three goalkeepers Pope, Pickford and Ramsdale nine defenders James, Walker, Trippier, Chilwell, Stones, Dyer, Tamori, White and Mings. Yes, you heard me. No Maguire and no Trent. They're both frauds. Then five midfielders. <laughs> Jordan Henderson, Jude Bellingham, Declan Rice, Calvin Phillips and Mason Mount. And then my nine attackers. We're going to have Harry Kane, Ivan Tony, Tammy Abraham, Bakayo Saka, Raheem Sterling, Jack Grealish, Phil Foden, Jaden Sancho. And I'm going to throw Madison in there. Yes, you heard me, Southgate. Take him. Um, whoever wants to go next sorry that was real pure passion that really said oh I can sit back yeah I'm going to sit back and just relax now I am done now that's me done (laughs) good effort Sam thank you the the real squad that Southgate should be taking in my opinion uh, three keepers of the same as Sam picked for Pope Ramsdale no question for that mate Um, defenders Walker Stones Maguire James Trippier Chilwell Shaw Cody Tamori Dyer and White midfield five Bellingham, Rice, Phillips, Henderson, Mount, and the forward line of Sterling, Kane, Foden, Saka, Abraham, Sancho, and Grealish. And I just want everyone to realise, yes, he did just say 12 defenders. Yep, you heard him. Brexit ball over there. Um, It'd be hard to beat as a team. <laughs> I love that. That's going to be the mentality. We're inside Gaffer of England. Hard to beat. I'm just saying, in every interview, like, are you looking forward if, to it? If, if hard we were to hard beat. to beat, we won every game 1-0. Would anyone complain? Obviously not, no. So shut up. thank you Sean Dyche Um, (laughs) right Uh, three goalkeepers Pickford, Ramsdale and Henderson with a massive asterisk by him but you know we've gone with it nine defenders Walcott, Chilwell Rhys James John Stones Eric Dyer Luke Shaw Tamori Ben White and Trippier five midfielders Bellingham, Rice Phillips, Mount, Madison 
Nine forwards, Kane, Sterling, Foden, Grealish, Sancho, Tony, Rashford, Saka and Abraham. Basically, what we've all learned is it's coming home. Basically, yeah. I know how many people that winds up. Southgate, you're the one. No, I'm not saying that. I'm not singing that. Um, you'll never, unless you've, unless I've got a drink in me, I'll never sing that song. <laughs> it's really bad, that isn't it? Because yeah. yeah, because he's in what my. What songs head. do you sing? Bit of Vindaloo. Yeah, I'm all for it, everything and world emotion, everything. I'm I'm all for everything. Even meat pie, sausage roll. <laughs> Come on, England, give us a go. Show the John Barnes rap. Uh, of course I do, and I would do it, but I'll do, I also. I'll do it with you. I don't want to get copyrighted, so <laughs> I'm all about that. I've got to chase that bread. I need, and that is a perfect ending to the podcast. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Sai. Thank you, Ben. Cheers, good yep, having cheers. you. Good yep. having you all, guys. Let us know in the comments. Do you disagree or agree with us? Let me know who you think should be in the 26-man squad. If you haven't already, please do smash the like button and subscribe. Leave us a five-star review. And if you haven't already, guys, use my discount code BHS for 10% off at Surprise Shirts. Thank Great you for listening. Shirts. Great shirts, my favourite shirts. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Book out, Sam. Over now, baby.